Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very, very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals. And yes, we are in the thick of it. Season six, moving right along. Long time listener, go ahead. (laughs) Just bump yourself up about a minute and a half, two minutes from now. You know the drill. New listener, first of all, welcome. And thank you for joining us slash me. The quickest way for you to get up to speed and understand how it is you're going to intentionally build the good supportive habits that are aligned with your goals, there are a few resources, free resources at your disposal. The quickest thing you could do if you're interested is you can text the word HABITS, H-A-B-I-T-S to 33444, and you get a free tracking sheet sent to you immediately, and then there's a uh, follow-up tutorial video and that sort of thing. You can also Google PAR. And the Habit Factor, that's P-A-R-R and the Habit Factor. With that, you will get all sorts of blog posts and resources that will quickly get you up to speed. Finally, if you go into the iTunes store, if you search the Habit Factor, there is a free app there. Same should be the case over in the Google Play Store. Just search the Habit Factor and you get a free app. It walks you through the process. We follow the Habit Factor methodology, PAR, Plan, Act, record and reassess. You reassess after four weeks of tracking. There is a very specific and simple method to do this. All right, now let's get into this episode. Everybody's up to speed. Let's get after it. See ya. Welcome back. Here we go. Happy Monday. Thank you once again for joining me slash us at Habits to Goals. So I don't typically do this. What I'm recording right now as I speak to you is a bit of a notice slash preface. There's just a few notes I want you to know about this episode leading into it. The first is it's way longer than your typical MBM. This is more of me going long form, if you will, and just sharing an experiment. The experiment, of course, is the fast, which I'm sure you've noticed in the title. At this point, when I'm recording this, I'm now approaching 29 weeks. I recorded this on the 26th week. The the purpose of sharing this is now that I've listened to what I have recorded, I just want you to know Again, it's long form. I'm sharing the experience and the experiment, and I'm just kind of weaving in and out. Uh, So it's perhaps much longer than it needs to be. I just want you to know a few key notes. A, it's long and made longer now by this, uh, (laughs) this introductory. Two... The reason for this I cover, but really it's it's about experimenting and testing willpower. Willpower and discipline. Three is 
Believe it or not, the experiment continues. So I really foresee a part two and a part three. I talked about providing some sort of tip sheet PDF. I'm going to sit on that for a little while. So just know if you're looking for that right away. At the end, I do offer an email to uh, ask questions. So if, if you'd like to do that, feel free to do that. Uh, but the experiment continues, which is why I wanted to sit down. I know it seems kind of ridiculous uh, in the world where somebody will fast a day and then tweet about it and uh, <laughs> and Facebook about it and tell the world about it. Uh, at this point, we, I have gone 20, we've gone half a year and you're the first person to know about it. But the experiment continues. I'm still tweaking things, and it's really insightful. Um, probably the last comment I touch on, I mention how, and I'm probably giving it too much attention, but I want to caveat what I say. I, I Part of the fasting, I'm trying the bulletproof, and I'm doing air quotes, bulletproof, which is just butter in the coffee. To me, that's all it means. I haven't I haven't paid for the product. I haven't studied the, the process. Um, so for better or worse, all I mean by that is just a little grass-fed butter in the coffee. And at some point, I look forward to learning more about that entire process. But I'm not endorsing it. Actually, that's going to be my final comment. <laughs> so... Let me finish that. I'm I I not endorsing it by name because I just I don't know the full process and I haven't bought the products. I'm just saying as a concept that has been part of the fasting process. So do your own research, which is my final comment. Do your own research and this anytime you're experimenting with your health and well-being and I do say this in the episode, of course, you check with your doctors if you're taking medications or you have special diets. Uh, you know, this is my experiment. I'm sharing it. It's been very enlightening on many fronts, and it's been extremely beneficial. But I have to obviously say, uh, check with your doctor. This is not any sort of health advice. I am not a doctor. So that, <laughs> that is probably why I wanted to make sure we stuck something on the front end. So there you go, my friends. Enjoy. It is, as I said, long form, and I kind of weave through what the process has been like. At one point, I go hour by hour. I think that's towards the end. Enjoy the episode. Should this interest you and if not we'll see you next week anyways thanks as always for the subscribing the sharing and again at the end i share an email if you're looking for more info all right have at it enjoy the show the longest mbm that we've ever done see ya we have a very very special edition of habits to goals in store for you today not your typical MBM, although it may qualify. So let's back this up. My GTR for the day. 
for the episode is today is Mark's the 26th. It's kind of mind boggling that time has flown. 26th week in a row. I have performed, and by the way, as I'm recording this, I'm in the midst of it, the 30 or 26th week. So there's a lot of numbers here. 36-hour fast, 26th week. I'm in the midst of it right now. That's my GTR. I'm going to give you the, <laughs> the short story and then the long format. So the short story is... Six months ago, coming out of a meditation, I was like, I need another challenge. Remember this idea that if we're not challenging ourselves, we're not growing. Also, it's kind of like the old, find a charity before one finds you. And finally, we have Emerson's great quote, All life is an experiment. The more experiments you make, the better. So I'd rather be on my toes, so to speak. Obviously, you don't always have a choice, but but if you can direct change, it's better (laughs) better than change directing you. Knock on wood. So I come out of this meditation, and I'm like, I need a challenge, and then boom, it came to me that I'm... 52, this was a week after, these these things uh, tend to always happen around the birthday. Um, I had never gone, this was the conversation with myself, have you ever gone 24 hours without eating? And I replied, no, I do not think so. So I found that rather crazy. And then again, reflecting on Emerson's quote, All life is an experiment. The more experiments you make, the better. I decided that I was going to test myself, test my willpower, test my discipline, see if I could go 36 hours without eating. And you may be saying, why 36? Why not 24? I think the simple math at the time... Because I did not do a whole lot of research. This was this was kind of on a whim. Um, the simple math was, by the time I wake up, I'm close to 12 hours. And if I can just go another day, I've added another 24 hours. So I'm at 36. So what happened was, Sunday came around, I shut it down, meaning I stopped eating at 8 o'clock. And then I went all Monday without food. And then Tuesday morning, 8 a.m., I was free to eat again. Yes, I drank water. Yes, I drank coffee. I even did the, the, uh, the hack, if you will. Of course, I don't have a formal education in this, but, but what people call bulletproof coffee. So... A little butter in the coffee, um, and I've found that I've been doing that for for a couple of years now, but never in a fasting situation. In any event, coffee, a lot of water, tea, thirty six hours. 
It was, and this is going to go off in several directions, but but the immediate the immediate feeling <laughs> aside, and the immediate feeling was, wow, this is pretty painful. I'm a little dizzy. I got chills. I wouldn't recommend exerting yourself too much, driving around, doing anything crazy. Um, but I was able to work. I went through my day. And then and then Tuesday, I was just kind of assessing the damage. And I'm like, well, that was interesting. What's really interesting, I should back up and just say, you go through the pain and there are some some hunger pains, there's no doubt, but then you come out Tuesday morning and you're not hungry, you're not you have no chills, you're not dizzy, and you're you're actually enthused. You have this crazy strange adrenaline. But putting that aside, my first week I just said that was interesting. I may do that again. This is me and my dialogue. I will probably do that again next year. And then a couple days went by. <laughs> and I said, I'll probably do that next month. And then two more days went by. And I said, I'm doing it again this Sunday night. And I couldn't believe it. And I did it again. And then I did it again. And then I was four weeks in and I was like, this is so wild. Um, I could tell that there's transformations going on, meaning I'm definitely burning fat. My muscle mass remained the same. And it was this incredible willpower and discipline test. It wasn't that incredible. I mean, this isn't like, this isn't like scaling Everest, but, but it was a really good test. And then, so about four weeks in, I said to myself, <laughs> how long are you going to do this? Like, what's, is there a good target? And the short answer there is I said, I'm going to go 26 weeks. So I knew that as of August 3rd, when I'm actually recording this, who knows when this is going to be released, I will be 26 weeks in. Um, and that's where we are. So let's take this now that I've kind of rounded out the whole thing. Let's, let's back it up and just, just answer the why. No man is free, right? This is Pythagoras. I used to think it was Epictetus. Apparently it's Pythagoras. No man is free, no person is free who cannot command themselves. Now, <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, I don't think I, for two years, I sat on that quote. It was actually in a journal I got when I got back from Greece, and it didn't mean anything to me. And then all of a sudden, it meant 
a lot to me. No man is free who cannot command themselves. And I begin to think deeply about the statement. If, if you just eat whenever you want to eat, or you just open up that website or that social media, you just do what you want to do when you want to do it. That's the opposite, actually. That sounds like freedom, but it's lack of control and lack of discipline. No person, I know there's probably more women listening to men, but the quote is, no man is free, but, but no person is free who cannot command themselves. I just can't say that enough. That means, and by the way, that doesn't mean it's not an ongoing, everyday battle. It's not an ongoing, everyday test. Right? The rent is due every day, so to speak. So, just to give you an example, I walk in the office, there's the cashews, there's the almonds, there's a power bar, and, and today, I'm surrounded by all of that, and I see it, and it just kills me. And I'm testing myself, still 26 weeks in. It's a test. So that's reason number one. Who is in control? We think we're in control. I can pretty much guarantee that you are not as in control as you think you are. The way to find out, at least for me, my experience has been to take it at the most elemental level. That's my eating habits, right? A habit. Little or no conscious thought. You just grab this, grab that. So, <laughs> um, this guy, <clears throat> a fairly new Facebook friend who reached out a couple months ago, but he's, he's a physical trainer, fitness trainer, and he, he just posted a question, not meant to offend people, and I know it did, but so, so hear me out. This is his question. It's an interesting question. He said, do you think obesity is a choice? And there were all sorts of answers. Um, I just replied something to the effect, I think that's an interesting question. Do you think eating is a choice? And all I got was, a little love symbol. Do you think eating is a choice? The beauty is, you know me and my distaste, so to speak, perhaps pun intended, of dichotomous thinking. So the truth is, the answer to his question is neither or neither a yes or no. And by the way, eating is a choice until, <laughs> until it isn't. At a certain point, eating is not a choice. But for the most part, it is. So that's reason number one. Who is in control? I cannot stress that enough. How are you testing that? How do you know? A lot of people kill, just waste time 
on social media and sites they shouldn't be on and interesting things like that. Who is in control? That's reason number one. Reason number 1A or 1B is the number one source of like disease and illness isn't smoking, isn't drinking. It's too many calories. We, we have a healthcare system that is just getting crushed. And all people are doing is just consuming massive amounts of calories. So I'm not going to go entirely down that road. Just, just this was a health effort, a health push by me as much as it was a discipline effort. So doing the math, simple math, how many hours are in a week? 168. 36 hours out of 168, and my math tells me we're at 21-ish percent. So if too many calories is slash are the cause of disease and illness, and now I'm realizing (laughs) I'm going to have to go back and put a disclaimer on the front and the back. Do not do this without consulting your doctor. I am not a healthcare professional. Do your research. I'm sharing my experience. I'm not advising. I'm not telling you to do this. I'm sharing my experience. And it's been extraordinary. So so what we see is all sorts of disease, all sorts of illness is caused by too many calories. The body can't break it down. Well, guess what happens when you fast? I can never say this word. Autophagy. Autophagy. Let's see if I can bring it up. Purpolating the fact that over a prior week, I used to be eating, obviously not 168 hours, but I would eat when I ate. Now I'm reducing that by a day. So the point is it's about 20%, even if it's 15%. What's happening there? is this idea week after week, 15 or 20% fewer calories week after week. That has to be and has to have some compounding, even if that's not the, it's probably not the mathematical, mathematically accurate term, but there's, There's compounding (laughs) negative, well, compounding positive effects via the negative or the removal of calories from one week to the next. Fewer, fewer, fewer. By the way, what does that add up to? I mean, if we're just saying, where's where's my phone, man? All right. So let's do this. I had a spreadsheet open, 26 times, let's just say 2,400 calories, 62,000 calories-ish, it's probably more, reduction over a half a year time. So if, if the number one cause of disease and illness is just 
too many calories and too many crappy calories, then then and you're going through this autophagy process week after week, there and again, I still haven't done a ton of research on there's got to be a lot of positive long-term consequences. I'm no doctor, just doing some basic math. So the next obvious question that comes up is why not longer? The strangest thing happened. I, I walk into our office complex on like my second week of doing this. I'm a little lightheaded, just keeping my head down, trying to get into my office or run into a guy who offices around the corner and he just kind of blurts out right after, hey, Martin, he's like, I'm on, you know, the fourth day of my fast. And I'm like, what? That is so random. So this guy's doing a five-day fast, and he starts explaining to me, true story, he's like, my doctor prescribed it because I have this crazy arthritis. He starts showing me, like, his hands and his, like, his knees and hips and and I'm like, wow, that's wild. Four days, five days. I'm, I'm like, I'm just trying to do 36 hours, second week in a row. So the obvious question is, why not do longer? If it's so good for you, why not do longer? For me, in the little research I have done, it appears that that after 36 hours or 48, you begin to break down some some muscle mass. That was never my intention. The goal is keep muscle mass. Let's see if we can burn some fat, achieve a better uh, body mass index, if you will. So 13% when this started, right around there. Um, my guess is... You would think, <laughs> you would think six months, it would be like one and a half, two percent. But I actually guessing it's probably maybe eleven five. Um, so at fifty two, I think that puts me into what's considered. Let's see this. If it's a body fat by age. So the the point is I I was staying I was capping it at 36. I decided to experiment, see if I could go 26 weeks. 36 hours, 26 weeks. This is a bad website. Come on. Just give me a these are calculators. I don't want a calculator. This might be better. Bring me to wiki. It's just good to know this stuff because, again, this is a lot of this precipitates disease and illness. Um, So why not test yourself was my thought. There it is. Athletes. This is just Wikipedia, so I don't know what it means. Athletes, but it doesn't break it down. It says 6 to 13%, but unfortunately, it doesn't break it down by age which is very interesting. 
Oh, here we go. Here's an age breakdown. Male, 50. No, that doesn't look right. Hmm. They're showing a chart, American Council of Exercise. Anyways, you guys can look this up. You understand. So fascinating. This is no good chart. Um, yeah, I would think it would be, after 26 weeks, more than 1.5%. But what I wanted to say is, I feel very good about eating whatever I want and as much as I want those six other days. Not that I'm going crazy, but but what the other incredible benefit is it resets your metabolism. For me, I can tell my metabolism is much closer to what it was like in my uh, early 30s. And I know before this experiment, it was not great. It was, it was painful. So let me take you through some of the specifics. Now that you understand why, I, I scribbled a few notes. Um... The first major comment is, again, check with your, if you have any disease, illness, special medications, you definitely want to check with your doctor first. Make sure this is safe. A lot of people take medications. This may not apply. Having said that, from week to week for me, it's been very interesting. Some weeks have been dare I say, easy. Others have been extremely difficult. And this week is somewhere in the middle. Nothing too difficult, nothing too easy. A typical week, uh, <laughs> the notes I have, 7 to 10 a.m., hungry. Oh, this was a tough week. 10 to 1 p.m., why am I doing this? 1 p.m. I went for a run. I went for a run to take my mind off food. When I came back, I ended up feeling incredible, and it was one of the best runs I've had in recent memory. Something very strange happens. Your body goes into a different... So your body just goes into a different gear. So I'm no longer hungry. I'm actually having an incredible runner's high, and... Who knows what happened to the metabolism at that point, but, but I'm feeling great. I went from feeling horrible to feeling great. Uh, it was, what does it say, 2.30 to 4. Did some menial tasks around the office. Did some writing. 5, 5.30... Um, I start getting the chills. So the later in the day, as I'm approaching 24 hours, and I think this happens, I think this happens for people 
maybe on the spectrum of uh, less body fat. Not that I'm incredibly low. I'm just saying I, I get the chills pretty quickly. My notes here, I get the chills. I'm actually, so I think this was like middle of July when I was writing this. Um, I'm wearing a flannel and a hat or a hoodie just to keep warm. And that's usually what I'm doing until I can go to bed and I want to go to bed early and read and I'm just tired. All I'm looking forward to is Tuesday <laughs> Tuesday morning where I can eat. It's awesome. It's a great test. Um, so I go through the chills. I play a little chess puzzles and I pretty much don't have great focus. Um, most of the time when I do the chess puzzles, I lose my ranking. There's only been a couple weeks where my ranking has really, really jumped up. And uh, today's one of them, strangely enough. So that's it. I go to bed early, probably by 930. And I just, uh, you have really interesting dreams or at least I have almost every week. And I, those of you who hang out on the show know I keep pen and paper by the bed. I never really look at what I write. I just try to decipher it in the morning. That allows me to sleep. So that's kind of the, the hourly, I want to say the daily breakdown. That's the hourly breakdown. The weekly breakdown is it varies week to week. My, my, suggestion to you is again with doctor <laughs> with a doctor's blessing consider the experiment experiment for yourself the final thought here and we'll close this out hopefully this is still recording where are you baby there she are um final thought is this a few weeks ago i we came out with how to change other people's behavior and that's right. You remember the answer was, we can't. Not unless you're their boss, <laughs> right? Or you're going to do something punitive or you have a whip or something right? or a gun. The reality is we can't directly change people's behavior. They control their own behavior. What we can do is change our own behavior and as a byproduct it influences others. So incredible to me. I was about four weeks in. My wife was tired of hearing me with the chills and a little dizzy. And I come home probably eight o'clock and she's still doing some work on the computer. And she looks at me and says, I haven't eaten all day. I'm like, what? That is insane. So she, <laughs> and this is like, this is like 10 weeks ago. So she's on her like 10th week. It's incredible to me. This, this, the fact that she tested herself, I never once recommended it. I never, I, I mean, I didn't even hint at it. She just took it upon herself to challenge herself. And it doesn't end there. I'm in one of my mastermind groups. 
These guys we meet uh, every couple months. And so our last meeting was three weeks-ish ago. And they got to hear it one more time because I haven't really told anybody. And coming out of that meeting, sounds like two of the guys are doing this fast now. So, so again, you, you, we can't control or tell people what to do. We can't really uh, influence their behavior directly, but I think we can. And that certainly was not the objective. I wasn't trying to change my wife's behavior or my friend's behavior. Um, I think they fed on the enthusiasm based on this experiment. And basically, you know, I I guess you could say the case or the argument that we've laid out here, are we testing ourselves? Is what's healthiest for us? You know, could we stand to have fewer calories? So, I mean, with the guys... In this group, it's all guys. I was just telling them, for me, this was really, I wanted to see mentally and physically if I could, uh, how, how, the, how the experiment, how the challenge would go. So, at this point, I think you have it all laid out for you. What I invite you to do, unless it becomes cumbersome or overwhelming and I, I don't suspect that's going to be the problem email success at the habitfactor.com success at the habitfactor.com if you have any questions or you'd like some specific info I think I'm going to put together some sort of infographic and some tip sheet um, because again over 26 weeks, I've certainly compiled uh, some information and experience around this, and I'd love to share it. As I have here. So that was long form. That was definitely a different mind bullet. And uh, if, you're st- <laughs> if you're still listening, thank you very much. I know this was totally different. I've been talking about it for months that I was going to do this. So I had to hold up my end of the bargain, and I did want to go kind of long form with this, get into the weeds, and just talk about the experience from many different angles. So thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing me out. Again, shoot an email to success at thehabitfactor.com. Just uh, make the title fasting so I know what's what we're looking at here. Thank you once again as always, for uh, the emails, the tweets, the ratings, and the reviews. We'll catch you next week. Great job. See ya.
Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very, very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals. And yes, we are in the thick of it. Season 6. Moving right along. Long-time listener, go ahead. (laughs) Just bump yourself up about a minute and a half, two minutes from now. You know the drill. New listener, first of all, welcome. And thank you for joining us slash me. The quickest way for you to get up to speed and understand how it is you're going to intentionally build the good supportive habits that are aligned with your goals, there are a few resources, free resources at your disposal. The quickest thing you could do if you're interested is you can text the word HABITS, H-A-B-I-T-S to 33444, and you get a free tracking sheet sent to you immediately, and then there's a uh, follow-up tutorial video and that sort of thing. You can also Google PAR, and the habit factor. That's P-A-R-R and the habit factor. With that, you will get all sorts of blog posts and resources that will quickly get you up to speed. Finally, if you go into the iTunes store, if you search the habit factor, there is a free app there. Same should be the case over in the Google Play store. Just search the habit factor and you get a free app that walks you through the process. We follow the habit factor methodology, PAR, plan, act, record and reassess. You reassess after four weeks of tracking. There is a very specific and simple method to do this. All right, now let's get into this episode. Everybody's up to speed. Let's get after it. See ya.